For every artist that's fucking telling you they never fucked up when yeah. they first tattoos, you guys are fucking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot's happened since yesterday! Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. Cheers. <laughs> we are having a very special episode today. I'm super excited to announce that for the first time, we are not doing this via Zoom. We're actually on location at Greaser Ink Tattoo. The guys who did my ink. We gotta get some shots of that, dude. We gotta get more shots of that. My name is Rob Fuso. My name is Cody Walker. This is a big day for us, ladies and gentlemen, because like Rob said, we're on location. We're off of the Zoom. Cheers, we're into the real, cheers everybody. Bring your drinks up, let's get this. Our first ever live recording, our first ever location shoot is at none other than Greaser Inc. out here in sunny, beautiful, orange. No, are we in orange? Yeah, we are in Orange County, that's right. We're, I know we're close to Disneyland. I know we're close to Disneyland. That's right, so we're in Orange County, beautiful Orange County, California. And with us today is Johnny and G. And you did his work. Fucking forget about it. G but did my work. Check it out, y'all. Check it out. Look at this shit. Look, the fucking snake comes in from one hole and comes out the other. We'll let you guess which hole. <laughs> Check it out, y'all. Tell me this ain't sick shit right here. Yeah, we'll get some close-up shots of you. This fucking awesome. Well, anyways, um, so basically, a buddy of mine who I met through Ravenscroft uh, when we went to the NAMP show, he, uh, his name is Thomas Sweet, and he's a tattoo artist. He owns tattoo shops. And uh, he basically, uh, uh, I told him that I was looking for some ink, and I wanted somebody really good. So right away, he suggested G. G. It was so awesome, dude, to have you see my vision and 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 run with it in a way that I I I can't say enough how much I love what you did, you know. And it really is. Think about it this way, you guys. When you get ink, everybody loves ink. Ink is kind of universal. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah. For the most part, yeah. I mean, everybody likes tattoos. It doesn't matter what kind of music you listen to, it doesn't matter what, what kind of movies you like, TV shows, it doesn't matter. People love ink. More and more people are getting into ink. And I'm going to tell you what, right now, these gentlemen here are the best in the business. The best. Absolutely. And um, I'm, I'm very proud of, of my work because when you get ink, the one thing is you don't want a bad job. You want somebody that really knows what they're doing, you know? So, and, and he's a, just a, a great visual artist. And G, thank you, brother. Thank you so much, bro. Thank you, brother. Thank you for, for what you did for me, because this is forever, and I really appreciate it. Anyways, I want to get started simply one question that I've always had, and I've never had an opportunity to ask tattoo people. How do you get from drawing to going, I'm going to make it permanent? Because that to me is just like, that's the ultimate step to me, right? Like, yeah, it's a leap of faith. Yes, absolutely. I'll let you talk about it first. Well, the way that I see it, I always go upon what the, what the client, most of the clients, they bring reference. They're like, this is what I want. Right. 
this is kind of what I want. This is the conversation that I have with them over the phone. You told me this is the idea that I want for, for the tattoo. And say I want I want two snakes facing facing each other, <laughs> one one red and one yellow. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then right away in my mind, something just it clicks. And uh, and now people I, call me Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do now. <laughs> So I started putting a bunch of fucking reference, and uh, I kept overthinking it and overthinking it. I, I played with it on uh, Procreate on the iPad a little bit, but you never know how is it gonna how is it gonna be how is it gonna lay out right. until you have the client inside the studio. Then you, then that's when you start to see like how everything's gonna start piecing out because uh, you might have an idea, but when the person is in here in the shop, then is when you start to. Yeah, put the things together. It's like a puzzle that you start putting pieces together. I think that I think if I understand your question correct, how do you transition from being a regular artist and changing that medium into skin? Right. Before we started the show, and we're gonna get pictures. You showed me this beautiful piece of art that you did on a pen. Okay, so for me, thank you. And then at what point do you go? That's yeah. I'll start doing it on skin. Well, that's what that's what I like answer. So for me, like I started with a ballpoint pen, so I never drew with a pencil. Because the guy that taught me how to draw, he just taught me with a pen. Other people draw pencils or paint or whatever, right? right. So the transition from paper, the thing, is, the thing is going from paper or paint to skin is, first you have to, to, to be a tattoo artist, you have to know the knowledge of depth, concept of light and dark and light source and the things of, that an artist would need to know as far as like making something come alive. When you do a woman, you want to make sure... You know, you learn how to do faces and make them look sexy, do their eyes and their lips and their shadow under their cheekbones and you bring, but once you've mastered that, once you've mastered that, then you go from that and somebody, I don't know, maybe a homeboy, maybe a friend, maybe somebody <laughs> would tell you, hey man, uh, your artwork's really good. Can you, can you put that on my skin? And for me, it was a, it was a young kid named Soldier from uh, San Diego. Uh, uh, a hardcore little gang member, and his whole face was tatted. And he asked me. He said, "Hey, man, can you do a portrait on the back of my on the back?" And I was drawing portraits with ink pen, but I told the little homie, "I said, bro, I can't. I've never tattooed before." And he said, "He said, he said, man, you could do it. I've seen your portraits." And I said, "Bro, I never tattooed before, and you want me to draw a portrait on you with ink?" And I told him. So he went and he kept bugging me, bugging me. I told him, I said, "Hey, listen, homie, if you give me the ink." And you give me the machine, and you give me uh, everything I need to do it, then I'll do it. But I was just saying that to get him off my back. Right. And at the meantime, I was selling my artwork. That dude came back within an hour. And he had he brought the yeah, he, had, yeah. he had his machine. He had everything. And he Wait, said, so let me get this straight. Go. Your right. first tattoo was an entire portrait. It was a portrait, in, and I was in prison with a homemade machine and with homemade ink on the back of his leg. And I was so fucking nervous that when I was tattooing, I had like five homies around me watching me like this, watching me. And then I had some headphones on, but I didn't have them on my head. And I'm sitting here getting ready to tattoo and I was nervous, I could feel the anxiety. And right. I never, you go a portrait, but I've drawn a million of them. That's a, that's a real shit. When you, when you tattooing, like you tattoo, but when you see people like staring at you and there's your, 
Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's nerve-wracking. It's nerve-wracking. Yeah. It's very Especially if the guy standing over you might yeah, shut it. Tell you, you don't yeah. look well, I'm going to tell you this. They were my homies. But the thing is, is they'll clown you hard. Yeah. I mean, they'll clown you hard if you fuck up. Yeah. So the thing with me is I got mad at myself because I was fearful to allow them to watch me. So I put my headphones on, turned the music up, and just said, fuck it, I'm going for it. And I, and I literally just went for it. And to me, to be honest with you, it came out decent. You know, for my first tattoo, right. The dude loved it. The next thing you know, his homeboy wanted one, and then his homeboy wanted one, and then I was just going one after another, after another, after another. That's I was just insane. Tattooing. Dude, that's, that was my that was my personal jump. And I know he's a great artist, lettering artist. And I know at one time G made the jump too from a regular artist to doing it on skin. Well, G, you were telling me that you know when you first started out. No, when I first started, I fucked a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ain't gonna lie, bro. That's awesome. Every <laughs> artist does. Every tattoo artist. Every tattoo artist does. For every artist that's fucking telling you to never fuck up when they're yeah. first tattoo, you guys are fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make mistakes, man. You heard it here. You heard it on the lots happened since yesterday. <laughs> Holy shit. No, I remember G was telling me when I when he was doing my ink. I was like, G, you know, when 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 you first started out, did you do bad work? And he goes, oh, oh dude. <laughs> Tell the story, bro. So, <laughs> the story about Kim and that shit. So, I think I was like, like uh, 21, 22? I feel like 21. So, it was a, a homegirl's birthday. And then, they're <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get you a fucking tattoo. Because I, I would draw like a lot. And buy you a tattoo kit. And I was like, all right, cool. So like, I want you to do me a tattoo. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. So I was like, yeah, bring the stuff. So she got me the tattoo kit. And we put it together. I didn't even know how to fucking put a tattoo kit. <laughs> the fucking machines, I didn't know how to fucking set it up at all. I mean, it was before the fucking, yeah. the, the fence style tattoo machines. It was with the fucking coils. Oh, shit. So I'm over there like a fucking idiot trying to figure shit out. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm ready. And it wasn't anything, anything fucking like, like this was like a portrait, it was just a small heart and it had like a little arrow going through it. <laughs> and I was like, all right, fuck it, you know, I'm just gonna do like some simple because it's the first time I've never done this shit before. Right. So I was like, are you ready? She was like, yeah, I'm ready. And I was like, all right, cool. So I started doing that, my fucking hands all shaking and shit. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm done. And she looks at the fucking mirror and there's a fucked up circle in the, in the fucking, <laughs> you couldn't even figure out what it was, bro. It wasn't even a fucking heart. And I was like, I fucked that shit up. I that. Okay, do do the pins translate like okay, normal Okay, that's pens? good. It's good to ask. So an ink pen, when you draw an ink pen on paper, and certain paper that has texture to it will pull the ink from the pen, almost pull it when you, that's how you, you get that see soft, it go in. Yeah, you can yeah. see the soft powder, which is, it translates well for tattoos. That's mm -hmm. why I was blessed when I started doing, that's why I went right to the portrait because I did. I drew so many with ink pen that by the time I was ready to tattoo, I was, I was drawing them for years, and I was comfortable. And you know, in prison, we have time. You know, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're sitting around, we're drawing all day. I think that's, that's what why we they do, call you know? doing time. Exactly. <laughs> time. And then, and that takes your mind out of there, right? Yeah, drawing. Right. And then, but that paper, that paper just pulls it, and you can see. So then, when it's almost similar to the tattoo. You kind of have to, you, you put a little more pressure on the paper if you want it to be darker, and it's the same thing with tattooing. When you when you want it to go darker, you gotta pound the ink in a little little different than right. just grazing. So the is, it, is it the darker, the deeper? 
not well, not necessarily, but to get that dark saturation, right. you have to penetrate and you do have to do tighter, smaller circles. And you know, I don't know what technique, everybody uses different techniques, right. but it, it kind of is that way. But if I'm doing a face, you just want to barely softly braise the, the skin that you get that soft powder on right. doing like, you know, cause no nose has a hard line or anything like that. So jumping from the trenches, that was a great question because that's the number one thing, man, is when you're an artist jumping from Tattoos. It's, it's, it's really hard, what I've noticed, and I'm not saying that I know it all because I don't, because I'm still learning, but what I've noticed is I've seen a lot of artists that get down on paper, they're, they're fucking phenomenal, their artwork and on paper, it's, it's fucking sick, Yeah. but they have a hard time of doing that transition from paper to skin. Yeah. When you learn, when you learn to be like, I want to do, I want to be a tattoo artist. That I think the key is that you're trying to transfer that um, the artwork that you do on paper to skin. Once you learn how to do that, it's fucking game over, bro. But yeah. there is a bit so, of a curve yeah. well, difference. Yeah. Though. Well, uh, it's, speaking it's of completely that, different. Do you? Do you? Because I, I remember G telling me that I think he had to do some cover-ups. Because yeah. he was learning. You yeah. Know? yeah. It, it's, he was going through that learning yeah. curve. So. Have you guys all done that? I mean, yeah, everyone, well, everyone's at a different level, but what I want to say about that whole thing of the technique of tattooing is the translation is somebody can be a great tattooist. Mm. In other words, they know how, they know how fast to run the machine. They know how deep to run the needle. They understand how fast to move their hand and how to mix the inks and how to make the colors thing. But they might not be a phenomenal artist. And then you have the other ones that are phenomenal artists that are just learning how to run the machines and do straight lines and the technique. So you have artists and then you have tattoo artists and to become both, to slide into one, it takes a, it's a lifetime process. It's a lifetime. That's so it's interesting. It's a lifetime process. That's so interesting, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, I gotta say this real quick. These gentlemen, you have to understand, all the gentlemen that work here at this shop and every, really every tattoo artist, they're taking a leap when they do this. And I know most people don't think about that. They just think, oh yeah, they're good at drawing, you know? Yeah. But it's not just about that, it's is not. it? Well, and it's having the eye. Like you said, G, G worked his ass off even through it in iPads and yeah. came up with ideas to, to make it work. Like stuff together and the way I came upon it, it's because he wanted the thing to wrap around the whole, the whole arm and I was like, and I've always had this, is you're gonna waste a lot of, lot of skin, which you're not even gonna see. Right. So it's just laid. Still, it's still, it's still gonna be like swirling and everything, but it's gonna be on where you can see it. Don't then not waste all of that. It's all very that, hard that, to that do what he did to you. What he did on you. Oh, I'm very not. hard. Any artist would tell you it's very hard because all the curves and the lines and they have to be crisp. And if you look at the shading he did on you. Look how smooth that is. Right. That is just very powderly. It's very, it's very hard to get that. It comes with experience, and it comes with knowledge. And G, G is a G is knowledgeable. When I was tattooing uh, uh, Ralph, his skin, when I would hit that, his skin it would completely turn red. Yeah, I have very sensitive. Completely skin. turn red, and uh, it happens. it happens, but it'll it'll usually it comes down after like thirty minutes. Just but the irritation? Him, yeah, the irritation, but yeah. for him, like, it wouldn't come out at all. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys, this is, 
This is something that some of you guys are not gonna like to hear, but that never happened before until after I got the COVID vaccine. Oh shit! Wow. Yes. Then wow. I started getting. You know what? Uh, you're not the only one. A lot of people and, say that the COVID vaccine, the yeah. vaccine itself, has a negative effect on the healing yeah. process of tattoos. It's that. on the. It's yeah. on the. Yeah, because yeah, he was he was having that, that, that issue. The CDC yeah. website actually has a lot of people saying side effects. Side effects. Yeah. Side effects. Yeah. 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 This so, ain't this ain't no conspiracy theory shit. You're actually no, experiencing. Yeah. That. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying anything negative about <laughs> it. It was all my dog in the fucking camera. It was. <laughs> Big T! Big T. What's up with your food? <laughs> so, uh, Grab a yeah, chair, brother. Interesting, interesting. Interesting oh, stuff. Come on, Big T, over here, man. Hang out with us for a second. Look, if I come dude. out on this show, tell us a story. You guys got to pay me, dog. You guys got to pay me, dog. You guys got to You can't smoke in here, dog. You know, like, I want to smoke, you know, like, like. I know, I know. But I want you to tell the story about how you taught him. I didn't, I didn't teach him, he taught himself. By, by observing. But yeah, you had a major influence on him. Oh though. yeah, for sure. So, I used to watch him all the time. No, I, I showed him how to make my ink, his ink, my ink. Okay. I used to sew ink before I started tattooing. That's how, I, that's how it all started. Mm. I learned how to make, you know what, you know what? Yeah. We're gonna start using the technique that I used for, yeah. uh, to water down my, yeah. my ink, the gray okay. wash. I'm gonna start using it out here. It's the best ever. Yeah. One pass, Don't his ink, this shit hey, the ink that he would make, trip on this, the ink he would make, he gave me the recipe. We were on a, we were on a prison yard, and there was a thousand inmates on the yard, and he had the best ink. One hit, when you use the ink, it would stick, and, and you could just wipe the powder, like one hit, and it would turn soft. Really? Everybody's ink was watered down, boo-boo. And everybody <laughs> would come to me, they would come to me, and they would say, they would say, they would say, hey man, boo Recipe, but you don't fucking show me nobody. Oh. And I said, okay, I won't tell nobody. And he goes, nobody. So I, I would make it. So I had the ink, he had the ink. And so that's the first thing he, I, I observed. You know, he wasn't like an instructor, it was something that he I was. Straight up I was, I was, I was like, yeah, well, you know, yeah, he did threaten me. I want to press. No, he was, he was I really never gave my recipe to him. Even when I left, I never gave it to nobody. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, but, 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 but now that you're here, though, because like, go ahead and say what you're going to say. Because I, nobody I, taught me. I learned on my own. I figured it out on my own. Yeah. Okay. Don't tell me your recipe, obviously, but how do you make tattoo ink in prison? Like, what the you fuck? You want to answer that? What's up? What's up? Baby, we want soot. And, uh, you can make it. I can make it out. I can make it out of anything. I can make it out of, uh, uh, Razors, yeah, I can make it out of petroleum jelly, I can make it out of baby oil. But how we made it, the, the best ones, the best ink, right before I left, I make it with the lusties, the green lusties. I don't know what that is. So it's I mix the green lusty and then the baby oil. It's hair grease. So what I you mean, watch this. I can make so, blacker ink than the fucking shit they sell out here. So watch, here's what we do. You, yeah. take a, you take a Pepsi can or a Coke can that you get from the canteen, the prison store, right. and you oh, cut the top off, and, and then you take a string, a mop string right from a clean mop that's never been used, and you soak it in, you make a wick, and then you burn the wick, and you set a paper bag or something over the flame, and that black soot that comes off the flame, right. it catches on the bag. 
And 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 then after the, all the oil is burned down, they do it with yeah they do they do yeah they put the cardboard paper around it yeah then you scrape so you don't burn it you you collect the smoke yeah yeah you collect the black smoke and then you put it in a bottle I saw it on TikTok for like two days for real for real yeah I TikTok TikTok legit legit equals legit but there's a busting guy. Uh, no box. I don't oh, I was saying there's that dude who does like prison food and always goes just yeah, yeah, I think it was uh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so what you doing? Like, what you doing, dog? When did you guys first start doing color? Oh, color. Well, they don't have color in prison. So. Right. Oh, well, I'm, I'm a black and gray. He's well more experienced in color. Ah, uh, color. That's just fuck. Because I mean, that it, it, it wasn't that a learning curve as oh, well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Because you did really good with the colors that I wanted. And I yeah. was just like, damn, you know? So I, I love the coloring on this trident you did. Oh, just a little bit of red is so fucking cool. Awesome, and and you know, and people people try to make fun of me about this. They're, they're like, oh, is that pink fool? And I'm like, no, that's not pink, okay? But anyways, my whole thing. Was, colorblind, <laughs> But I wanted to know, you know, what, what, what did you have to do to, to figure that out? Was it just? It's, it's just a learning experience, bro. Yeah. I remember the first time that I was trying to do uh, color. I would put the needle in, and uh, nothing would come out. It would just get red. And I was like, what? How come that shit's not? It's not. Because it's different. The 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 pigment the pigment the pigment is a little bit thicker. Right. I didn't know that. Uh, you can have uh, it's not like black and gray where it's it's like very watery, so it'll go in real quick. With color, it's a different method. Yeah. Color, some pigments are watery, and some pigments are not. It depends on the brand, right. what brand you use. And uh, I haven't learned the hard way. I the, so did you, I do you enjoy doing color now, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think color okay. is a little bit easier than black and gray. Really? Yeah, you yeah. said color pigment is thicker? Yeah, so yes, pigments, yeah, for a different... Now, does that mean, it, does it hurt more? No, 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 no it's no. just, it's the... The consistency of it. The, the formula that it's made of, it's just... The viscosity, I guess, would it's, be a good Okay, yeah. okay. Well, some of them are like uh, a little bit more watery than other brands. It, de it depends what brand you use. Um, but there's some pigments that it's... it's so they won't allow for the info to, to go in it and the skin as well. Right. And uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. I got a story for color, a prison story about color. Tell us. Go for it. trip out on this. So I was drawing an ink pen and I was tattooing in prison and there was this guard, you know, I'm not going to say his name and I'm not going to say <laughs> what prison. What prison? But he was a, he was a cool ass he white dude and he was, he, was all tattooed. he was all padded back and he was this prison guard, greased back hair. Just like me, but he was, took a different road in life. And he was a greaser, though. He was a greaser. And I, I used to draw these big drawings on these bandanas. And uh, and, and he came by and he said, and he goes, hey, man, can you draw me one of those? And I said, for the right price. And then he said, he goes, this is Bust me the fuck out of here. And George. I said, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, Shawshank. I wish I could have done that. 
All right, but he told me I'll get you whatever you want, man. Just you know, whatever you want. And he was he was a dirty cop, so he would have ah, done. He would have brought me anything I wanted. And fucking FBI's gonna break in here. No, watch. <laughs> no, this a long time ago. This is a long time ago. You know, I've been out for years. So so we're in there. So I, I said, okay. So I drew him his drawing. You know, he wanted a, a dude going down Hollywood Boulevard in a Cadillac, a Lincoln Continental with suicide doors, and he wanted uh, with a cigarette out in the rearview mirror said Hollywood and. And like, kind of get his hair and his tattoos, and Ooh, this was pretty cool. bad. Was, yeah, very <laughs> specific. And it was a big line. Took me forever to do it, and I did I'm it. And picture I, in my head. I'm like, hey, <laughs> no, but it took me a long time to piece it out because in there I had the cool ideas, how to magazines and place it, and then do this and that. And it took me forever, so I did it right. And then, and then he rolled it up. I rolled it up, and then he told me what he was doing his walkthrough, and he's like, you know, there's cameras. He's like, hey man, I'm gonna come get that tonight. I'm like, all right. So uh, at nighttime when all the lights went out, I left it out and he grabbed it. You know, he walked by real smooth and picked it up and then he took it and he took it home and then he told me, hey man, he said, uh, the next day he came and said, hey, thank you. Me and my friends want to start a clothing company and we like that stuff. He goes, I want a couple more of them. I'll bring you whatever you want, anything you want. He said, the only thing I won't bring you is a cell phone. That's the only thing I wanted, right? No. <laughs> so, I told him, so this is what I told him. I said, I want, I want tattoo ink, and you couldn't get cigarettes. You couldn't smoke in there. And I said, and I want, and I don't smoke, but they're worth a lot of money. So it's a, in a, a, a in the economy of prison. So I said, I want tattoo ink, and I want, and I want uh, tobacco. And that's what he tells me. He tells me, okay, tell me what brand you want of ink. And I said, I want dynamic. I want dynamic black, dynamic white triple white and then I want you know this other stuff so in the next morning I come in boom I'm waking up I'm going out of my cell and he's in the hallway there's like 200 inmates walking to chow we're walking to chow and he walks by me and my last name's Wilson so he's like hey Wilson and I'm like what's up and he goes hey I'm gonna hit your cell real quick and I said okay he's gonna search my cell I said all right so I went to chow and I was with my homies and I'm like hey that fool's gonna drop off He's gonna drop off everything. <laughs> sure enough, I get back in my cell and I pull the box out, and there's a big old thing of dynamic black bottle, a huge bottle. There's a Ziploc with two of the, uh, I don't know if you remember the bugler, bugler cans of uh, things. Yes. Two, two big things of bugler. Yeah. But he emptied the bugler and, and thing, and it comes with a pack of zigzags with it, with two packs of zigzags, and uh, in prison those. So you had to roll them. So you had to roll them yourself, but those go for. Those go for like eight bucks a piece, one cigarette. <laughs> you know? So you think how many I could get out of yeah. that, right? I, I think I made like uh, about a thousand dollars a can in there with it. So I made a couple grand off of that. Wow. And, then, and then with the ink, then I told them. Then later on, when we were by ourselves, I was working out with the homies, and he was on the yard. I told them, "Hey, bro, what about the fucking white ink? And what about the colored ink? You know, you said you're gonna bring it." And, and that fool told me. That fool said, "Bro, if they catch you with colored ink." They're gonna ask you where you got it. They're gonna wonder someone had to bring it in because in prison we can only make black and gray. And he wouldn't do it for anything. He would never bring me color ink, and I was on him for like two years to bring me what? color ink, and he would never do it. Oh, so I, that was the closest I got to color ink in, the, I, I, in, in 17 and a half years. That holy I did, yeah. holy yeah. shit! And so then, do they make color ink now? Can they? Well, make I'm gonna tell you, I, I, I only heard of one yard in prison of a guy doing it, and he would never get the recipe. But I think you can order from art supplies like these different charcoal and, and little sticks that you can draw with and like yeah. a, it's called Dick Blake. It's a company that you can get artwork supplies for. I know, it's <laughs> crazy like a crazy movie I saw it does. <laughs> but yeah, right? But uh, anyways, but yeah, you can, I think Johnny, yeah. That's what we should do is, 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 is patent our own fucking ink. 
We should make a meme. I can make dark green and big Yeah, seeds. I know. I know your ink can be better, yeah. Your ink is bomb. I just remember using his ink that he did, and you and it would be so black, you would hit one time. This is all his ink. Too black, too strong. He one made up. all this. He made, <laughs> he made all this ink. This is all, this is all ink. He and that's old, dog. And this is 15 years old, over 15 wow. years old. Look how dark it is still. Yeah. What is, does it blacken the most yeah. 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 yeah, but not his ink. Yeah. And trip out on this. One hit. When he did that face right there, wow. see that gray? You see wow. that gray on the face? That was one hit with a single needle like this quick. Watch. He said, he told me, he, he, he said, you ain't ready for this. <laughs> and I said, bullshit. And I looked and he went like this. Real quick like that. One pass there. One pass under the lip. And one pass from dark to light that way. And then it got all red. And, and, and you could see the redness and the powder pop up. And he wiped it. And it never, and, and he never had to hit it again. Wow. That's how good the ink is. That ink, and I've never, and this is the problem is when you get out your prison artist, transforming from the, the stuff you had in there to the stuff. So it took me years to get used to the products that I had in there right. to transition to being out here, you know. That would make sense though. Well, go ahead. I was just gonna say, so when you're, what does depth versus needle speed, what does that in, require? Like. What does that do? Oh, He's a technical wizard. Sense. This guy's a technical wizard. I'll be honest, he teaches everybody in the shop. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so start with depth. What is depth? Depth, well, we have three layers of skin. Okay. Uh, I don't technically know the fucking name, but it's the one on the top, the middle, and the bottom. So, in order for the tattoo, when you're trying to, especially with black and gray, it has to be like on the top of the skin. So it's always on the top of the skin. If you go, so when we talk in depth, you're only supposed to scratch, kind of like scratching the, the surface of the skin. If you go deeper, the, I don't say like the range of you causing uh, trauma and scarring the skin, it, it grows. There's a lot to it. Yeah. The, Where is the ideal, ideal? Where do you want the ink to go? One layer? Between the first and the second layer. Oh, so you don't want to go too deep? No, right? you, if, you go, if you go too deep, then you'll fuck up. Are the needles that you use, okay, before I go into that question, is it a tattoo machine, tattoo gun, what is the technical term? Well, it's a tattoo, tattoo machine, machine out here. They hate it when, when guys like me get out of prison and call it a tattoo gun. But you know what, I'm not, I'm not just all about just that you have to call it a machine. Me personally, and I know that the industry hates yeah, I've heard people not that. like calling but it guns. I but I say I call it a gun still because that's just my gangster side. I don't care. That's what I learned with. That's true to who I am. Right. And I'm going to continue to call it a gun. I call it a machine too. Yeah. But I'm going to call it from what I know. You know. I okay. So on on, too, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. on on the handhelds, yeah. I'll call them handhelds. Yeah. Are they pre-measured? So do you have no. to worry about your height, or do you can no. you just go? No, you that 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 you have to adjust. You have to adjust. Every machine is. Because every 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 artist has a different way of tattooing. Right. So the way that I tattoo might not work for you, and the way that you tattoo might not, or he tattoos might not work for me. Um, I learned from because I, I I like to watch YouTube and different artists. And um, shout out to you. <laughs> I've been watching I've been watching this uh, this this, uh, this artist from Arizona. His name is uh, Mr. Reyes. Mr. Reyes Inc. The whole fucking artist. The whole fucking artist. And he runs his machine very low. And I didn't know that was possible. And I was like, fuck, I'm over here tripping out. 
Because all my all my tech throughout my tattooing career, yes. I was always taught that you have to run your machine at a certain voltage. What does voltage do? Voltage is just is how, 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 oh, okay. how strong the machine is. Okay. So when I saw that those videos, I was like, what the fuck? You could actually, and I saw the work that he was producing, and I was like, let me try that. I want to try that. So I did, and it turned out that it fucking works. See, but you learn from other artists, that's why it's good to work in a shop, because you, what, what he might bring to the table, Yeah. Uh, I might not know. Yeah. He might he might bring something to the table right. that I'm like, holy shit, how the fuck is this going? Let me try it. Let me put it in my arsenal right. of, of of learning how to and it's a learning process. You learn oh, every, yeah. day, exactly. every day. Every day you're growing and learning. Every tattoo mm -hmm. you do. So I kinda got stuck in your on your on your question because I didn't know how to like actually no, answer it. No, no, answer it, it's, but it's 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 kind of like a contradiction because what, like I said, what, what, what he does might not work for me, right. yeah. but what he does yeah. might actually work. And you know, it's kind of frustrating because yeah. when, when, when you're starting to learn, you just want someone to tell you, you run your machine this fast, you go this deep, you use this needle, and you do your ink this way, but it's not like that because some dudes have faster hand speed, right. their hand, their style of tattooing is different. Mm. Some dudes are, some dudes just, uh, you know, for them, they sink the needle. That's their thing, and they know how to how to how to pull it out of the skin on time. I mean, everybody's different. So there's not. What's crazy is there's no formula just for one person that you could say here it's cookie cutter. This is how you do it. It's not like that. And I wish it was. It's frustrating. But you know what? We grow, and it's part of the process. It's part of the it's part of the evolution of being an artist. And like you know, watching I watch G and I watch how he does it, how he gets that smooth powder. Then I'll watch Big P, I'll watch these guys, and then we all watch each other. Right. And that's what we do, we help each other. And then we ask questions. Oh, Nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Well, then, go ahead. I was going to say, it's interesting that you mentioned the three layers of skin, because when you think about it, like, it's very similar to, like, if you're a burn victim or if you're in a fire or something. Right. You, it's either... First degree, second degree, or third degree. So yeah, that's that's really interesting. Thanks for bringing that up. You're you're seeing it here, guys. In the you know history. that he knows a lot about a lot more than me as far as tattooing. Does he? Yeah. Why would you say that? Because he knows the industry more than I do. Oh, the so industry. like I know how to tattoo, but he knows. Yeah. The guns, the inks, the to clean, to wrap. But so he's more experienced in that. Just on out here on the streets. Right, 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 right. <laughs> not, not when we're locked. Let's talk about. Let's talk about where. Let's talk about prison. I mean, I gotta know. Okay. Well, let's talk about some of your experiences. <laughs> I know we've already touched on some of them, but I'd like to hear some something more. You told me a story when I was in here getting the ink from Jim. I got so many of them, but. Well, you know, you know, I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for this one. This, this, this industry is real competitive. And nobody will take the time to show you little they tricks, little nothing. But he has. He talks yeah. that to you, dog. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah, because because he's he's I'm where I'm at. I'm where I'm at because of him. Because yeah. of him and him. Yeah. You heard I wouldn't him. have I wouldn't have what I have if it wasn't for him and I wouldn't know what I know if it wasn't for him. You know, it's funny because just like yeah. just like <laughs> almost in a way in musicians. 
you know, there's a lot of musicians and a lot of bands that yeah that will oh, oh yeah. don't, don't fuck those guys. They'll never that. share the, the yeah. secret formula. And, and you don't really have to share a secret with them, but just hold your yeah, hold your hold your brothers out. Hold no, hell no. Um, I'll come in with a camera if you want me to. <laughs> But no, they, you know what I mean? Like, it, the guys who truly make it are the ones who want to see success in the here. Right. The guys that truly make it are the ones that do the legwork. Yes. I tattoo from 5 in the morning all the way to like 2, 3 in the morning. Right? This is Big T. Yeah, this, this is Big T. What's up? This is your camera. Right? He, he, does, he does great work. Oh, what's up? <laughs> Amazing work. This, this is, is some of my drawings right here. Look at this. Check I this did up. this for my boys uh, before I came home. Beautiful. He, uh, Gorgeous. He did a lot for me the few months that I before I got out, and that was just in uh, a little gesture, you know, like, look, thank you. It's a gorgeous piece. Thank now, where did hey, you start? Did you start with me too, or pins too, or what? I started learning how to tattoo. I went to prison real young at the age of 17. I had no money. My mom cut me off, so I started learning how to make ink. This was my first tattoo right here. That one. These are my first tattoos ever. That's okay. how I learned how to make ink. You did them on this yourself? one right here is when I figured out. Oh shit! That's how you mix it. And this is. These are actually my first tattoos ever. Holy shit! Right here. You just oh. did them on yourself to get they it. They are sick. It's just terrible. I mean, not for nothing, but compared to man, did you do that with your foot? No, he said he did that with his foot. Uh, <laughs> hey, so that's how I started. And then for a lot of years I sold ink and I drew. And then one day the spice I was like, hey man, can you tattoo on me? I you get off. I know you get off. And I learned how to make needles out of the broom bristles. The, oh, yeah. the, the broom bristles. Yeah. That's how you make the needles. And uh No, it's okay, bro. And I did my first I did my first tattoo dog. Thank you, bro. And I remember, I remember, I remember the fights I went to Canteen. Yeah. And he brought me 220 in Canteen. And I was like, what's this for? He's like, you shot my chest. And he took his shirt off and it was healed and it looked really nice. My first tattoo. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. My, first, my second yeah. tattoo was on, on Clumsy from Verdugo and it came out bad as fuck. Yeah. Bad as good or bad as bad? Bad. Good. 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 Oh, good. Okay. I think the reason being he could say that is because when you're tattooed, when you're tattooed, you're every day 24 for hours for years no, on end drawing, 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 drawing. Yeah. And so the transition is a lot. All right, man. The skin. You guys have three screen tattoos. You know, Big T, 4982. Detox, Beaver, Peace. Oh, He's a natural. He's a natural. He's a natural. Well, so let's get into some of these prison stories. Because you told me when I can I can remember. remember so many. It. I know, but well, you told me when I was Why don't I start off by saying, like, what, so people don't trip out, like, what, why I went to prison, okay? So my name's Johnny. I'm from Orange, California, Old Town Orange in Orange County. Born and raised fifth generation right here. I grew up in the southern, kind of like Hispanic, but I'm white, but I grew up in the culture of that gang culture and the way that whole lifestyle is of the Chicano lifestyle. I grew up like that since I was really young. Right. And most of my homies were Chicano, Southern California, you know, right. like Mexican dudes. And so in that culture, you learn 
you learn that culture about a lot of writing, like gang writing and stuff like that. I started off doing graffiti. I'm not from a gang. I'm not saying I'm, from, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm a gangbanger. Never from my neighborhood. And uh, you know, so I'm just I'm just a white boy that grew up in that of the of the culture. That's all I'm saying. But that whole culture, no writers and stuff like that. So when I was younger, in that culture, it comes with drugs and stuff like that, and uh, a lot of bad stuff. Right. So I got addicted to drugs when I was young, and I started doing robberies, and that's what led me to prison. Is I did a gang of robberies, and I got uh, 23 and a half years in uh, California State Prison for robberies and for um, riding a bike with no bicycle seat <laughs> and, and, and no bunny hop. Look, when he bunny hopped off the curb, the cops saw him. They were like. You know, that's illegal, dog. Like, that's illegal. So they I gave me twenty years for that. So, so I got busted for doing this. You know, I mean, I, I, I mean, listen, I, I was acting up, man. I was young and wild. I carried a pistol everywhere I went, and uh, and I because of my addiction and also because of the environment I was around with people, and and then I started doing robberies, and I always wanted to come up quick on cash. So that's what sent me for all the years. So out of the twenty-three and a half years. I got one of my robberies stayed, which knocked me down to 19 and a half years. And out of that 19 and a half years, because of good behavior and because of that, I actually did 17 and a half straight years. So I did them all the way straight. I went to 11 prisons in 17 and a half years. And, and some of those prisons were standby or uh, receptions or, or this, but, you know, I've been through 11 of those, you know. So you, you, you actually... Good, good behavior. I actually, yeah, good. I actually was really okay. good in there. I like, I didn't uh, participate because I learned my lesson, man. I got, you know, I, I mean, they, I threw my life away. You know, I threw my life away, and a couple things I learned. I learned how to draw. I learned how to tattoo, and I learned the Bible. I read the Bible every day. Oh, I learned really? the Bible, yeah. So, so uh, you know, I, that's a big part of my life is being a Christian. It's a big part of my life. You know. How about you, G? Did you have a good time? Hey, but I'm going to tell you, he grew up in a rough neighborhood. Yeah. Know that. A I real grew, rough I grew neighborhood. Up in Santa Ana, the closest that I've gone to doing time, I got chased by a cop. Really? I got chased by a cop. That was stupid too, but now, when, back then, you don't think about shit like that. You're just doing you, you're thinking you're, you're going to fucking live forever and shit. <laughs> I was doing graffiti and I was... Oh, so you started out doing graffiti yeah. too? Okay. Yeah, I was in a tagging crew in high school. So I was, I was mobbing the fucking walls on the corner from the street. I see a cop. So I fucking started dipping it. And I started walking. I started like power walking. And it was nice. It was, it was nice. It was nice. Can we introduce you for a second? I'm sorry, I don't know. Uh, can you come over here for a second? Right up here. Right up here. Yeah. This young lady, what's your name again? Gabriela. Gabriela is a great tattoo artist, ladies and gentlemen. I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, she did my wife's ink and uh, it came out fantastic. Yeah, she's, she's talented. So, thank you so much. How'd you get started doing this? How, how did you get started? Oh, you can say it in Spanish if you want. Yeah, I don't come care. On. Come on. Uh, 
Oh, siempre quise hacer esto, siempre dibujaba y era como un sueño para mí y hasta que me decidí cuando vino COVID que tuve tiempo para poder hacer esto fue cuando empecé. Oh, okay. Wow. That's crazy. So, during that time period, she had a yeah, lot of time to work on it. Okay. Yeah, and right. she only has like a year. Really? And she's already doing she, phenomenal wow. work. She does she phenomenal work. She is actually my apprentice. Oh, yeah, I, really? met her, I met her in another shop when I went to Guess What? And then she transferred over here when I was tattooing on one of her friends. And then they wanted to come over here and start learning. And I was like, well, I'm going to teach you. Like, I'll teach you. And uh, that's so cool. It hasn't even been a year and she already graduated. She's great, man. Yeah, she did, awesome. uh, she did Perry's, uh, the, the, the portrait that Oh, Perry the caricature did. of you. Yeah, the caricature right. of me, Perry made. And my wife wanted to get it on her arm. So this young lady here, and she did a phenomenal job. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, so. Uh, Let's go back to <laughs> let's. So you so you were tagging. I you was were tagging. tagging. Right. And I was with my homie, my homie. I was like, here, take this spray can. I took another spray can. And like, we're gonna put in one for the crew, buddy. Like, all right, So we went. And uh, around the corner, I see a cop, like cruising by. And I was like, now nah, I play. You can see me, you know. So I'm already part of the power walking out way. So, like, oh. <laughs> so running around the corner, just for fucking the, the fucking uh, the cops, they throw the fucking lights at me, and I'm like, holy fuck, you know. I panic, I didn't know what the fuck to do. So I, there's like a corner house, and in front of the front, in the front porch, they had like this open on the gate. There was a little, a wooden gate, and I hid behind, behind one of like the little shits that go like this. I don't know what's called, like the little fence. And I hit right there, and I see the cop just fucking, just, uh, they, they, uh, they stop right in front of the fucking driveway, and I'm like, fuck. So I went into fucking instinct mode, and I was like, fuck this. These fools ain't never gonna fucking catch me. I, I turned around, and I fucking jumped. I jumped up the, the wooden gate that they had. And remember, it was, it was a wooden gate. So as soon as I jumped, as soon as I, as soon as I jumped, that shit broke, and I ate shit. Head <laughs> first, broke to the fucking concrete, like, and I felt that shit. But there was like so much adrenaline going through my body. Yeah, I got up. I, I fucking felt the fucking the cop behind me. I was like, no, fuck that. Bounce out on that. Yeah, you got yeah. up. You got right up. I was jumping out, and I was jumping out, <laughs> and all the time I kept thinking, fuck, they, they busted my homie, they busted my homie. So like, fuck, until I got to my house. And uh, my homie pulls up, like nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what did he tell you? Like, nothing. I'm like, what's the spray can? Why is it never took the fucking spray can. And I was like, fuck. He's bro. back here going, bitch, you know how many yards I just ran through? <laughs> That's fucking crazy, man. It's like something you see on an episode of Cops or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The culture for uh, Southern California culture is very different and unique to a lot of the art artists that come from this culture here are phenomenal artists. So when you go to the East Coast and you see artists in New York or you see artists other places or in Florida, it's a lot different than the Southern California. It's that it, the, started with that single needle black and gray style of work. 
that started really pretty much in the in the gang culture and stuff like that, you know, and it just moved and it evolved and now it's worldwide. But we're blessed enough to come from that and be born and raised into that. And I believe that's I believe that's why G's such a phenomenal artist. I believe that's how I got into art, you know, and that's how I evolved as an artist as well. Is it all started from that fundamental being from the street style of learning that Southern California style of lifestyle that we live. So the the, the rotary the the, the idea of before it was to be like rotary machines, I was like fence style machines. First it was coils, and then it was rotary. So the idea of the rotaries came from prison. Hmm. What do you mean by rotary? Okay. It's just the 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 way the machine works. Okay. Before so, it used to be coils. So they're yeah, different machines. So you, you use the electricity and then he burns up the coil and then operates the Makes machine. Makes you think open that. Yeah. Right. But when it transitioned to, to rotaries, Rotary is silent, it just goes like this. It's still the same mechanism, but it's just different. It's not the same, the same. Uh, I guess you could say like the same materials. Is that why they're quiet? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's over yeah. here tattooing and I don't hear a fucking thing. No, you hear that. Yeah, you hear the coil. coil. That's yeah. a coil machine. So the, oh, okay. the coil machines with, yeah, it's like like he said, the, the, uh, the, so there's different machines. There's coil, and this is a big debate, man. This is a big division in the tattoo industry, man. This it's is something really, that, oh, it's huge. There's divisions and well, there's, there's, there's rumbles over Because there, there's dudes that are just, they, they say they're loyal to the coil. Now, the coil's a very ancient, I mean, you know, they, you know they've been using it since the 20s, I think. I, I don't know, pretty high. Oh, right here. Probably, and so those machines are a lot different. So the coil machines were from the sailor days. Sailor machine. Jerry, back in the day, to do the old sailor There's stuff. A coil That's a coil oh, machine. Oh, shit. Well, now it's evolved to be, uh, but a lot of people want to stay loyal to the tradition of tattooing. You know the ones that make a lot of sound like yeah. So these heat up. Yeah. No, this, the electricity taps. You see that little tap right there? So the electricity will hit that, and it'll, it'll make this go, it'll tap this, you know, which will give it, Will, which will which will move it right that's that's where you're moving from from the electricity hitting that that coil you know? and where's the where does the needle attach that then here you put a you have a tube I don't know. well now they have like like a, a barrel or a tube now you now you before it used to be like disposable or before the disposable used to be a stainless steel it's like a tube you basically put it in here and then the needle goes in here and it, and it groups into a, either a napkin or a needle, uh -huh. a lumbar needle, and then it goes, and then you grab it like this. And this is the model. Got you, okay. So all the time you're tattooing like this. So that's basically the engine, and then yeah. you add everything basically to this it. Is yeah. Got you. Yeah. This is what, that's, this is what's operating. Yes. Yes. That's fucking That's the old school tradition. Yeah, that. That's, that's, yeah. that's from the Sailor Jerry type stuff. That's wild, man. I wonder who invented that, do you know? Well, I mean, I, it's old, it's from back in the day, in the Navy, old Navy, you know, back in the day, you know. You know, back, he used to go to Long Beach to the Pike back in the day, you know, and, and uh, so this is the new style. This is a pin called a rotary pin. So the motor's actually in there. The needle is in a cartridge. Yeah, break, 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 break. So, so now. Oh, now you broke this. it. That's the bad <laughs> All right, now it's broke. Like, this is a fucking dumb guy. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's his. That's Alex's for a second. So this, yeah. this is a battery. That's oh, a battery. Okay. So it's wireless. This, 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 wow. There's no more wires. So. This is actually the machine. That's the machine goes this is the machine right there. 
That's that. That that is this. Okay. That is this. Wow. Same idea, but in here. But it's a rotary and it, it rotates rather than snaps. Yeah. Pneumatic. Wow. That's trippy as shit, dude. So it's really evolved. Like the the machines have evolved over the years, and I prison has. I know it sounds crazy, and we're talking a lot about prison, but hey, that's my experience. But I'm going to tell you, not just me, but the industry itself, the tattoo industry, has been shaped and molded and sculpted by what happens in behind bars. So those needles right now, you, you see a tip on the needles. Back in the day, we used to get a flame. In prison, you'd be in a cell and you'd get an ink pen filler, you know, the filler of an ink pen. Like the tubes? The tubes, yeah. but just an empty one. And then you put it over the flame and you get it real soft, and then you pull it apart, and then when you pull it apart, it tapers, and it breaks off, and it looks like a hummingbird today. <laughs> Looks like a hummingbird. Wait, so, so the prison needles are plastic? No, no, no. That's just the that's the tube. That oh, the okay. Like shit. So then you put then you get a guitar string, you sharpen it, and uh -oh. then you get a CD player and you break it. And you get a motor to a CD player and you connect it all. Then you get that like an ink pen, a big ink pen, and you put that hummingbird tip in there. And when the needle would go through it, you would dip. You would dip out here. They were still using tubes and all this metal stuff that you need to autoclave. But in prison, somebody thought to use a ink pen filler in a hunt because when the ink gets sucked up into that tube, it distributes correctly. It, when it pushes out the ink, it, that way the ink stays inside that little hummingbird thing. And now that's what you see. You see the industry out here using it. You see but that it all originated. Now, it in all that. originated inside there. Oh, so I'm not saying that every everything in the tattoo industry has been evolved from there, but the majority of the new stuff, like the machines, the the equipment, even probably some of the inks, have evolved from that whole culture, the prison culture, which is a trip. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. Is there is there a tattoo you will not do? Well, I mean. Well, you did I'm, mention that you're a Christian, so I, am. I so, guess. Well, I mean, I don't Is there something that... Well, I mean, just I like, like, if somebody comes okay, in yeah, and says like, they want an upside-down No, no, yeah. Well, I, want, I personally won't do anything Satanic. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So I, and I've had people that come that were Satanists that asked me, that I knew, that were real cool and nice and polite, and yeah. they asked me, and they had all these symbols, and I asked them, what do the symbols mean? And then they said this, this, and this. And I said, well, I personally don't feel comfortable doing it, you know, for me because of my faith. But then, you know, they go anywhere and get it done. Right. Like, what about you, Jim? Is there a job you won't take? Yeah, that means not just any type of art, any body place. Like, yeah, body points for sure. I, yeah. Yeah. The, the only... You don't do necks. I don't do no neck shots. How come? I like them. It's uncomfortable. It is hard to do. But he did mine. Yeah, but rare. He only does it for certain clients or certain homies. <laughs> is it? Is it because no. the skin is weird? Is it? It's 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 a hazard, bro. Oh, okay. that Let's talk about that for a second. What so what shots. what is your biggest fear when you're doing tattoos? What is the biggest thing that you worry about? That I'm gonna fuck up. Are you there the whole time? Go, don't fuck this up. Or are you just are you it's, just zoned out? Well, when I started, it was more like, <laughs> like that. When it's it's always in the back of your head, like I'm fucked up and shit. But try not to stick the fucking needle. Try not to stick yourself with the fucking needle and shit. Mm -hmm. um, as far as tattoos, the tattoos that I probably won't do on body parts are probably penis. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not tattooing. He's all man. I don't think I'm gonna do that. <laughs> and. As far as tattoos, 
I think anything has to do with races, like racism. Um, yeah, no swastikas or bullshit like yeah. that. I, we yeah. cover a lot of those though. We cover, um, a lot of, we cover a lot of swastikas. Really? I've covered a lot of swastikas. That dudes who were younger and ignorant and, and wow. in that lifestyle, and then they wanted to change their life. And, they, and it's, it's a pleasure for me to do that. You know, I mean, I'll cover but up that stuff. I have because, never encountered that, though. Yeah, because, you know, yeah. I know white, a lot of white boys, so that's probably why. <laughs> no, they won't go to, you know what I mean? Like, they'll go to me. I'll they'll go to me. Like, and shit. Yeah. <laughs> How, oh, cover-ups. How do cover-ups work? All depends. You know, a lot of that has to do with, uh, man, G's probably better at answering this, but a lot of it has to do with what you're covering up, man. Yeah. Does it, like, it depends on how dark, how scarred the, the skin is. For me, I, I, I never tried to turn out a tattoo to do it cover up. And a lot has to do with the artist from Arizona. Um, I watch his videos. I watch every fucking video he has. On, on his YouTube channel, and I just sit there. I, if I'm laying down, if I'm sitting down, I'm right there, and I'm. He's because he explains everything how to do it step by step, and um, I try to pay attention to all of that. So the way he does his curl ropes, it's not a regular black and gray, black and gray off the pigment that he put out. It's actually white ink and black. Ink. Oh, okay. Mixed together, it creates a pack colors. And the pack colors, it's, you have a better chance of being successful at a cover up with the yeah. pack color than with black and gray. Because black opaque, gray. right? Because the opaqueness of, of the ink, uh, it, it can go over the top of something dark, and it's lighter. Hmm. That's what he's saying, you know. So, so in your opinion, in both of these gentlemen's uh, prof uh, professional opinions. Do you think cover-ups are something that most people are happy with, or do you think that there's because they just don't? Is it an artist or? Well, it's like, look, I, I I got this wasn't from here, guys. I got my wife's name tattooed on my arm. Okay, and I, I, my homeboy said, "Dude, that's brave. That's a brave move. You know, because people break up, people oh, get divorced up all the time. Yeah. So that's what I'm asking. Is, yeah. is basically, do you think? People are pretty happy with the cover-ups. Oh yeah, you, when you're, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're really, if you really, because you know why, you know why I'm gonna tell you why, because some, some dudes like, they got a chick's name on them that's been there for so many years and they've got someone they love now and they're they're with and they want to be respectful and that other chick they're with now or dude they're with now, they have to look at that every day yeah. and see that and it's disrespectful. So a lot of people come in and they're like, So I, when people come to me, I can I can quarterback the clients to uh, to, to, to <laughs> different artists, you know. Yeah. So that's what I do, you know. Well, when you're covering up like this, if you were going to cover up this, I would tell G to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. 
But what I'm, what I'm saying is, like, do they come in and go, Make sure I want this covered up, but I want X, Y, and Z? Or do they go, I want this covered up, and you look well, at it and go, I'm going to make this design because this is how this is going to match? No, well, like, do that, you change the lines, or do you that, just that's, like cover, cover that's, it? That's where the, the term cover up comes into play, because they're going to come in and be like, I want to cover this up. But they still want to get what they want to get. Sometimes right. it can happen, sometimes it can't. So you got to work with, you got to kind of meet in the middle. Yeah. And be like, your idea might not work. What you have in your head, it might work in your head, but as far as putting it down on the- Like the execution. Yeah, the, when I put it on your skin, it might not work. Especially because you're working with the cover. Right. See, for, for designs, when you want to get a design, and you're like, let's say you want to do it on this on this side, you have an idea. Your the ideas of getting a tattoo like this. You have this much of fucking idea that you can put there. Right, because it's just blank canvas. Yeah, it's, right. it's a blank canvas. Right. And when you want to do a cover up, it goes like this. Because you only have so many options. Yeah, that within that that, that, right. work, that yeah. could actually work doing a successful cover up. Right. Then you're gonna come back and sit with them and be like, you know what? It's just still starting to through. That's why it's really tricky. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, that's right. Right. yeah and do you do you like? I'm, I'm just using the sentence as an example, but would you look at something, come up with design, and go, "Okay, I'm going to extend this line," or do you just cover it straight away? Do you try to change oh, well, the shapes? And okay, that's a good. You know what? Trip on this. So some people they want to cover up scars. Let's say it's okay. not even a tattoo or a scar. Let's say it is a tribal tattoo or something, right? So, so I believe the way I do it personally is I like it to flow with whatever we're covering up. So let's say you have a long, thin tattoo that goes up and you don't like it. Well, why don't we make that a stem to a rose? Why don't we turn gotcha. that into a stem? Or why don't we turn that to a snake? Or why don't we turn that? And if it's a scar as well, because if the scar is going crossways and you try to cover it, but if you're going along with the direction of the scar or the tattoo, and you know another thing too, birthmarks. Yeah. I've, I've had clients before, I had a client before that had birthmarks all over them. And we covered them with like little, we did a treasure map and nautical scene and we turned them into little islands oh, and little things with X's and like little ships around it. And it was really bitching. And was that your idea? It was, he asked me to do that. So okay. he came to me personally and said, hey bro, I need these covered up, they've been there. And when we were finished, bro, he was crying because his whole life he had those, he was ashamed oh, of those birthmarks. It really made an impact in his life. He, like so awesome. heart. he was like, he was like, I'm, and he called me even the next week and said, bro, I'm so proud of this and I can have my shirt off and it doesn't feel weird yeah. and all this, you know, which to me, I was like, they didn't stand out that much to me, but to him, since he was born with them, but it's a, it's a, it's a trip. Johnny, I do have a question for you specifically because you own your own shop. Yeah. How did that come about? Okay, now, before I answer that, I just want to do a shout out to Thomas. Thomas Charles, Thomas Sweet. From, uh, Thomas Charles Sweet. Thomas Charles Sweet. Thomas Charles Sweet. Thank you, brother, for hooking me up with yeah. you. Captain's Tattoo Art Collective. He's, uh, he, he's actually my, he was my mentor as far as the shop opening, you know? So I used to work, I used to work for him. No, shout out to the homie. Yeah, shout out to the homie. Thank you, Thomas. Love you, bro. It's all because of you, man. So watch this. Thomas is, Thomas, Thomas is really the one that, you know, I went to work for him. I got out of prison. I started tattooing. And then he, he saw my work on Instagram and he pursued me and said, hey, come work for me. 
and I said, no, 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 I'm cool, I'm going to do my own thing. And then finally, after much nudging me over several months, I said, you know what, man, let me go over there and work for him. So I went and worked for him. And then I noticed this. Thomas lived a good life, and Thomas was always counting money in front of me. <laughs> I said, this guy. So you're saying Thomas got your attention. Thomas got my attention. <laughs> and me having the hustle mentality, I said, why can't I do what he does, right? And so when I when I met, I met G there. And so when I was there, I was more right out of prison, just learning the professionalism trade of it. So I really didn't know how to own a business or anything like that. And then I pulled up next to G. G was so likable, talkable that that he was teaching me like the professionalism part of it. So I learned from G, and at the same time I was learning from Thomas how to run the shop. Well, one day, Thomas opened a couple shops. As you know, he's in Arizona. He owned one in Temecula, one in Houston, one in Corona. He's owned many shops, and he's like a guru. So for me, I trust him, and he is, he really is. He knows he knows a lot about shops. I learned a lot on that one too. Yeah, and so, uh, so one day I just, you know, he, he was doing a transition and I stepped in at the right time and I told him, hey bro, I'd like to come in, I'd like to cash you out and I'd like to buy everything in the shop and every artist in the shop and I'd like to move it toward. And we came up with a deal and I cashed him out and uh, and I got the captain's tattoo in um, in Tustin and I had it moved here and under my brand, Greaser Ink Tattoos. Greaser Ink Tattoos on Orange County. There you go, man. And this is what I is calling. Yeah, 29 he's calling. But it's more than just a tattoo thing, it's, it's, it's a brand. It's a Greaser Ink brand. If you look up the de definition of a greaser, a greaser is somebody who's born on the wrong side of the tracks without privilege and it was an underdog. That's what a greaser is. That was in the. That's what they used to call. That's what they used to call a greaser. Yeah, that's a that's a greaser. He's known you for like I don't know how. Well, a lot of people didn't know. Well, a lot of people don't know the true definition is. And that's me. And that's my fighting chance. I grew up as a poor white boy right here in the neighborhood. Is that didn't from much. Rebel Without a Cause? It's from, it's from actually, it, it's from The Outsiders. I was just gonna I say, go, I have it. stay go, boy so, boy. so I got the name from that. While I, while I was in prison, I was, I was, and I was thinking, what am I gonna name my, you know, my shop, my shop, when I own a shop someday, what am I, and then I was thinking, it just hit me. I was literally on a prison phone talking, and it hit me, and I was like, you know what, Greaser Inc. And I said, that's so gangster, man. And it's stuck. So and so I went with Greaser Inc. And now I'm branding it. And now it's going to be clothing and whatnot and stuff like that. As you far heard as like it, great idea. Folks. Yeah. Great fucking idea. Check well, shit. Yeah. What Big T was saying, get some meat going, dude. Greaser Inc. Yeah. Yeah. You got to come, yeah. come visit my boys, man. I mean, they, we throw events here. We throw lowrider events. You'll have two, yeah, three hundred people, live music, bands, DJs. Like, we're popping right here in Orange County. We're, we're on the map. We're making our mark in Orange County. No shop in Orange County is doing what we're doing. We're throwing Harley Davidson events with 200 Harley Davidsons, live bands, metal bands, vendors, popping right here, and doing doing uh, tattoo specials and blowing it up. And then three weeks later, we're doing you know 100 lowriders out there, the best of the best lowriders, not just lowriders. We're talking 1920 bombs, fleet liners, dump, all, all redone, bent out with DJs, dance floor promoters, everything. I mean, we're doing it right now. We're trying to be loud about it. We're trying to be loud about it because we're from Orange County, 
and uh, this is our county, and we and we're from here, so why not? Yeah. Why not make a noise and uh, motion? But I just but Thomas was a big influence because I got a lot. I learned a lot from Thomas. Thomas and guess is a what, good Thomas? Dude. Let me tell you about Thomas. I can call him at one in the morning, and I can say, "Bro, I got a problem at the shop. What do I do?" And he'll say, "Tell me your problem." I'll say what? And I'll say, well, this, this, and this. And he'll say, okay, listen to me and listen to me good. And he'll guide me and he'll instruct me. And, and I'll tell you, that's how he gave me the formula on how to do payroll. He gave me the formula on how to handle staff. So I'm giving, I'm giving props out to him because he, he's worthy of that. Yeah, Thomas the is a badass yes. motherfucker, that's dude. He's a very cool dude. The first time yeah. I met him, I was like, this is a cool ass motherfucker. Hell yeah. And he led me to the man who did my ink, which I love. Which so I met him through, through Thomas as well. So that's, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. That's Captain's Art Tattoo Art Collective right there. But you guys Captain's need to come tattoo. over here to Orange and check out. Greaser Ink, man. Yeah. Come get some ink. Yeah, come get some Come ink. have a good tattoos and then swing over to Disneyland and make a day out of it. They play a yeah, lot of good songs in here, you know. It's just right yeah, down there. There's a lot of awesome yeah, art. You're like 10 minutes away from Disneyland. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, go catch a few rides. Get your ring done. Out, you know. These are well, mine, yeah. boys. Yeah, that's right. And we're going right. to interview a few more of them as well. They're doing ink right now, but we're going to go by and check their work. Don't forget, we're going to have links in the description below, so you guys can just click the links and check more out. You know, and then come visit these guys. They're going to treat you well. Yes, we will. Johnny and, out, and, and, yep. and G are are very professional. Don't don't get me wrong, you know, we talk about the prison stories and stuff like that and you know Yeah. All that stuff Yeah, basically they'll do really good work and if they know the fucking shame. We're a family friendly shop, man. We, we, we are. We're family friendly, man. If you have a nine year old that wants no, to we don't, we're, we're not doing that. You have to be over 18 to be in the shop, man. But what I'm saying is, we love families. We promote, we love law enforcement. We love military. That's awesome. We bro. love. We, awesome. we 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 love. They don't the cancel the police. They tattoo yeah. the police. Fuck yeah. We do. I tattoo the lieutenant. Cheers, guys. Have a clientele that comes through here. They're all. We have a lot of police departments coming through here. So we, so we great. Them, so great talking we to you guys them. about Thanks, this. Guys. You guys are really yeah. bringing information that a lot of people don't know about it, but everybody loves it. That I know. You know and. Since I've gotten my ink from G, a lot of people have come up to me. I, wherever I go, I swear to God, this is no bullshit. People are like, man, your ink is cool, dude. You know? And they're just like, that's a sick ink, bro. You know? I, I went to Alberto's not too long ago, and the dude was like, he was a young kid, too. And he's all staring at me, and I'm like, why is this guy staring at me? And then he just, he comes out and he goes, Yo, you're in sick. Yeah, it is and sick. And I was like, it is sick. And that's I what we do when you came to me with the idea. Because he originally was like, here, my Photoshop this shit. I'm like, bitch, I don't know how to he do it. Me. I can Photoshop, but I don't want to fucking right, help right, me come right. up with the idea. Figures terribly. We do quality work here. Listen, Listen, detox, detox right here. You know, detox. G, this yeah. is detox tattoo right here. On Instagram. He's my manager. He's my manager at Greasering Tattoo. He runs the shop. And he's a great manager and he's a great artist. And you know, come see us at Grease Rink. Hit up Detox as well. We got a lot of artists that you're going to meet real soon. Fucking A. Very cool. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out the description below. Like this video, share it with your friends. 
What else can I say? Be good humans. I can say it. You want me to say it at the time? Please, sir. Johnny, this was fucking great. Gee, this was Appreciate even better. It, My brother. The dreams brother. of doing a location shot has been achieved, and you guys were the first ones. Right I on, could man. not think of better man, guys. Awesome, man. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, very thank cool. you for fucking watching. Thank I hope you, you enjoyed this. Until next time, yeah. take care of yourselves. Right on. Take care of each other. Be good humans. My yes. fucking G and Johnny, always fucking forward. Yes. Always Amen. fucking forward. Peace. Peace. Ah, ah.